Mark your calendars Thursday, not Saturday, Thursday, November 16th on ESPN at the T-Mobile Arena. Shakur Stevenson takes on Edwin De Los Santos. It's a 12-round WBC title fight for the vacant strap at 135 pounds. Shakur Stevenson is going to be a great doubleheader. We got Shakur going for another title. I am George Jackvick once again with this illustrious panel, Hall of Famer analyst and trainer Teddy Atlas, the champions, Pauli Malinaji and Chris Algieri. Guys, we are breaking down. It is our big fight preview for Shakur Stevenson against Edwin De Los Santos. Now, uh, originally, this was supposed to be Frank Martin. He pulled out of the fight. I think Isaac Cruz turned the fight down, but Edwin De Los Santos accepted. Teddy, what do you like about this fight? Well, first of all, I like that De Los Santos can fight. That's always a good place to start, that he can actually uh, take care of himself and knows what he's doing. I've watched tape on him. Uh, you know, he's he's wiry. He's got power. He's got good hand speed. And you know what I like best about him? And Paulie and Chris will chime in about this later, but you're, you're fighting one of the, maybe the most difficult style of boxing. Um, against Shakur Stevenson. Very hard, good defensive guy, very careful, very cautious, counter-puncher. You come in six inches, he goes back eight. He's a pain in the neck. And um, he's very hard to look good against, very hard to get traction against. One of the only ways you're going to have a shot with him to catch anything is if you punch with him. And guess what? De Los Santos punches with guys. He, he's able to time you where and, and able to sit in a pocket where he's calm enough, confident enough, experienced enough to punch with you and have a chance of catching somebody who's very hard to catch um, like like Stevenson. And it's one of the only ways you're going to catch a guy like Stevenson. So I like that. I like that I saw that he has that property to him, if you will. Um, I also, he's a southpaw. But look, that's not going to be a problem. For Stevenson, he's he's had two hundred thousand amateur fights, you know, whatever he's had, two hundred some amateur fights, silver medalists. That he he has seen plenty of southpaws, obviously in his career. But um, but the the Santos, like I said, uh, he's got hand speed. He he can pop. He's wiry. Usually wiry guys can punch a little bit. Uh, he knows what he's doing. It, will I pick him to beat Stevenson? No, I'm not going to pick him to beat Stevenson. But at least he's a guy that you know he's he's got he's deserving to be in there. Um, you know Stevenson hasn't really stepped up with monsters yet. Uh, hopefully there's plenty of monsters up in that weight class. Hopefully we'll get those together. I'd love 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 to see him. Yeah, obviously with uh, Davis. Um, with Tank Davis, that's the guy I'd love to see him with. But uh, this this will be interesting. Yeah, I, I think it's a, I think it's a good fight. I, I actually like the fight better than the Isak Cruz fight. I know you guys said uh, Isak Cruz turned down the fight, but I think Isak Cruz 
his feet are a little too slow, and he, I don't know if he, if he would ever get, uh, like Teddy said, traction against uh, Shakur Stevenson. Shakur kind of has that, that uh, uh, length, length to him and reach, and he knows how to use it very well. He knows how to control the distance. And if you're slow-footed, I don't, I don't know that you'd be able to get in there even as much as Isaac Cruz wants to. You know? So I don't know that, that stylistically that fight would have made sense from an entertainment point of view. But Adelo Santos really is, he's, uh, uh, he's got uh, some qualities to him that, that, can make, that do make him fun to watch and can, can make him a little bit dangerous. You know, he, first of all, he comes to win. He's, all, he's got that youth excitement. He's about 23, 24 years old. And you can see he has that explosiveness in closing the gap. He's a little bit of an in-and-out fighter, so he does have the quick feet. Uh, Stevenson, I wouldn't call Stevenson an in-and-out fighter. Stevenson measures distance just perfectly. Like, like Teddy said, again, he, he, you come in six inches, he goes out eight inches. So he's always kind of in range in front of you, but he just frustrates you to the point where he makes you put your hands in your pocket. Will he be able to do that against a guy with the excitement of, of De Los Santos, the punching power of De Los Santos, and also the awkwardness of De Los Santos? Because, again, staying right in that range, right on the edge of that range, you, uh, it, it, it means you're committed to having the timing of your opponent. And De Los Santos has a weird speed to him. He's, he's got a weird wiriness to him, to use the word Teddy used, uses again. And also, he, he throws a little bit of uh, awkward punches with that explosiveness. He'll, he'll fly in and, and, and shoot to the body uh, with, with, with a combination. He'll fly in and shoot to the head. Or he'll stay in there and, and, and throw a good combination. He'll come up with a right hook from the southpaw stance before he gets out. Then he's out, and, and when he's out, he's kind of right out, all the way out, and he's kind of moving around, and you're trying to figure out how to get, how to, get to him yourself, you know? I felt like uh, Joseph Adorno had a lot of problems with this because uh, Adorno's feet just couldn't match the, the foot speed of De Los Santos. So I, I feel like there'll be moments where Shakur has to actually be on the front foot and, and, and come to De Los Santos because De Los Santos could be using that in-and-out style pretty well and in spots. But I also expect Shakur to start to get the timing and start to punch in between him. But it could get tricky in some spots. Remember, De Los Santos can punch, and De Los Santos is not easy to time because he's got that weird, awkward explosiveness to him. Kick and fight. The kick and fight. And I, I, I look forward to this one. We got a very popular saying in boxing from Roger Mayweather. You don't know shit about boxing. <laughs> These guys know a lot about boxing. They know shit about boxing. It's almost as if we put our heads together and spoke before this, and we haven't because, Teddy, you took the words out of my mouth. Paul, you, you, you noted a bunch of things that I wanted to say as well. So I, pre I, I, I appreciate working with you guys because you guys actually know shit about boxing. It's great. Yeah, it, De Los Santos is, is a um, – I like this fight a lot, more and more. The more I'm watching the kid in terms of the things that he does. And I, a key point that you said, Teddy, is he punches with guys. That's going to be the only way to get to Shakur. That is the only way to get to Shakur. you got to get him into exchanges. you got to catch him. And you got to have game-changing power, which I do believe De Los Santos does. He's – a lot of it comes from his confidence. He's very confident in his punch. And uh, I saw some interviews uh, with guys that have sparred him. They said the power's real. The guy could really punch. And there's a reason why he's so confident in his ability to deliver it. So that combined with the, what you were, Paul, you were talking about, the awkwardness, his ability to close that gap um, and, and throw punches in with guys, I think it makes him a very dangerous fight, even for someone like Shakur. The key here, though, to why I think Shakur is going to win and why I think ultimately he is going to win is Shakur doesn't need to exchange with anybody. His ability to judge distance, maintain control. He's a control fighter. He controls everything that goes on in the ring with the guy in front of him. Uh, I'm trying to think of the two highest level lefties he's fought. It's Toka Khan, Clary, and Jamel Herring. He hasn't lost a round to a southpaw. So his ability to control range, control distance, um, and the fact that I don't think the southpaw is going to be an issue for him. Because in other, other opponents of De Los Santos had trouble because of the southpaw punching. And De Los Santos is one of those true 
two-handed southpaws. He's got a great check hook that he throws with guys. He's got a very good left hand that he varies down high. Um, and again, he really believes in that left hand. And he's tricky enough. He takes enough risks that he'll rip that right hook as you're punching with him, even if you're a big puncher. Valenzuela was a big puncher. Hurt him a couple times. And it did not deter De Los Santos from punching with Valenzuela. And that was ultimately the difference. He's also a very fast starter. A guy like Shakur Stevenson, who's a thinker, he's a technician. He's got to set things up. He's got to catch the range. We may see De Los Santos come out and get win some rounds early on, more so from the inactivity of Shakur than him actually getting the best of, of the situations. But I think this is going to be an interesting fight. I'm, I'm curious to see what Shakur can do with a true 135-pound puncher, and especially a guy who's really going to bring it and believes that he can win. I've been listening to interviews of this kid. This kid is coming to win. He does not. He is not blinded by the allure of Shakur Stevenson. He wants this fight. He's been looking for this fight, apparently. He's got it. Hey, Chris, you give me an idea um, for a, a new Pro Box TV slogan playing off the Roger Mayweather quote. Maybe it's Pro Box TV. We do know shit about boxing. Maybe that's nice. like a new. That's maybe a it's a new. Maybe. I want a maybe. And, and, and listen, make sure you download the app wherever you download apps. Click on the link in the description. Pro Box TV. You get this stuff every single day. So become a part of it. Join, subscribe, make your comments. You'll become a part of the shows. Um, Paulie, let's talk about some some keys to victory. Um, De Los Santos is going to be a, a, a pretty big underdog in this fight. What does he need to do to get a victory? Well, I think the guy's brought sort of a little a bit of a point to, to punch with Shakur Stevenson. I don't know that that's always a case that that's that easy because Shakur kind of picks his spots. Shakur doesn't really shoot punches until he puts you in a position where you really can't punch with him, right? So um, it, it's interesting because I do feel like um, uh, uh, De Los Santos has to punch with Shakur, but I also feel like before you can punch with Shakur, you got to get Shakur to a position where he's punching when he doesn't want to, you know? Because Shakur kind of sets punches the way he does, and then he punches when he wants to. And, and as he does that, he's also forcing you to not punch. And also, or he'll, or he'll by, and by what I mean by forcing you to not punch is he starts to make you put your hands in your pocket. He starts to get your timing. He starts to sort of put you in positions where you're sort of doubting yourself. And then all of a sudden, he's controlling you with the jab. And before you know it, he's standing right in front of you, and you're not even throwing punches at him. So in order to first punch with Shakur, you got to get Shakur to that uncomfortable position that he tends to get his opponents in where now he's punching at, at times where he shouldn't punch, and then you can punch with him or you can counterpunch with him and, and, and whatnot. I think the speed of, of uh, uh, De Los Santos, uh, Chris, you mentioned a couple of southpaws, champ, that, uh, um, that uh, Shakur's fought. You mentioned uh, Jamal Herring and, and Toga Khan Cleary. Jamal Herring, I don't think, had the speed of De Los Santos. Toga Khan Cleary had the speed of De Los Santos, but that kid, every time you put him in with somebody who was on his level, he looked like a deer in headlights, so he wouldn't perform. So I think um, uh, De Los Santos could be the most dangerous southpaw out, out of these guys because De Los Santos almost has that... That when I call it youthful excitement, a youthful excitement also comes from being that ignorance is bliss, where you're just you just feel unbeatable when you're young, and you just you're willing to go for it. And it feels like De Los Santos has that in him, where he he's willing to to go through it. He's willing to to uh, uh, you know have the attitude of a fighter, and 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 he's gotten up off the canvas even against uh, uh, um, the Valenzuela in the Valenzuela fight. So we know he's got that in him as well, where he comes back fighting and he comes back roaring. I don't know that it'll be that easy for Shakur to make De Los Santos put his hands in his pocket, so to speak. And so if De Los Santos 
Santos can do a couple of these things where he's stealing moments and he's stealing shots and he's, I guess, he's, he's able to steal shots by having, being able to punch him between Shakur. And then he, and then all of a sudden he's on the outside where he, because he's in and out and then he's on the outside where now Shakur feels like he's got to get the points back and he ends up getting over, over, over committed to the attack. And then uh, De Los Santos can set traps for him that way. All of a sudden you've got this psychological game where De Los Santos can start to get on top of it. But it's easier said than done because usually this is Shakur's game and Shakur's a, style is a little bit more buttoned up. De Los Santos uh, uh, is not as buttoned up. He's, he's explosive, he's wiry, but he's not as buttoned up and tight as Shakur Stevenson. Uh, I know De Los Santos was working with a trainer named Cello Bencourt, who I, I, I knew very well from New York. I don't know if they still work together because Cello's always kind of in and out of boxing, but he was one of uh, the underrated trainers in Brooklyn. I, I can remember certain fighters working with him, and uh, uh, he uh, it doesn't surprise me that De Los Santos has this kind of speedy style because Cello really was was a, a good trainer when working with certain kind of these fighters. So I, I, there's opportunities there for De Los Santos. But we, remember, we've never seen Shakur tested yet. But there has to come a point where somebody, and I think with the speed of De Los Santos, you have an opportunity to really be able to touch Stevenson. And when, if you're able to touch Stevenson a little bit, maybe you'll get some different reactions out of Stevenson. Maybe you'll get some reactions that err on the side of nervousness and anxiety and creates mistakes. All we can do is discuss the possibilities. Teddy, what about you? Yeah, listen, to to kind of follow in the with what Paulie said earlier about Dilo Santos' ability to to close gaps fast, I think that's important in a way where other than punching with him, if you're gonna catch Stevenson, you gotta time him going back. Because we 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 all concur that, you know, he controls range magnificently. I mean that's what he does. He has a PhD in that. And those are the hardest guys to look good against, the hardest guy to do good against. And you know there's, there's a predictability to it. Even though it's difficult to deal with, you know, he, for the most part, he's going straight back. And, but he's doing it at the perfect time, the perfect range. So you don't get too many chances to, to put your gloves on him. But if he can time him, Going back, and again, to the point that Paulie made, he's got the ability to close those gaps fast. You need that. You need those feet. Otherwise, you got no shot. You know, uh, I remember when Canelo, I know it was years ago, but when he fought Mayweather, everyone said, oh, his hands were too slow. No, his hands weren't too slow. His feet were too slow. <laughs> he couldn't close the gap on, on Mayweather to get to him to put his hands on him, no matter how fast his hands were. So it's the same thing here, where you got to have the quick feet to Go with him. If he can go, if Dila Santos can can go with him as he goes back, and, and he does go straight back in those spots, if he can close the gap properly, fast enough, he can he can have a chance to catch him. And as Paulie also said, make him uncomfortable because he doesn't get caught too much. And to go with that, I would add one other thing. Faints. Feints is so important when you're fighting a counterpuncher, a slick guy, period, where part of maybe all of his success is based on your mistakes. You know, you make a mistake, he counters you. You reach in, he counters you. He steps out, he makes you reach in. He counters you. So make him step out too soon, prematurely. Give him a little faint. Give him a little faint like you're coming in. Let Stevenson make that step a little too soon. And then his timing's a little off. Then you step with them, and then you have a chance, rather than falling into a trap, you have a chance actually to lay a trap on him. So that would be my approach. Chris, yeah, you um, guys, you, mm -hmm. 
I was just going to add, you can add on to that and then give me Shakur's keys because he's going for his third title. So if you want to add on to De Los Santos and then give me what Shakur needs to do. Yeah, technically, you guys talked a lot about uh, De Los Santos and what he needs to do. And it's all it's all great stuff, as always. But psychologically, I think I'm going to I'm going to go from that angle. I think psychologically, De Los Santos, De Los Santos needs to just disrespect Shakur Stevenson, disrespect his power, show him that he's the puncher. And everything that Shakur lets go, I think De Los Santos should be should be throwing. Whether it hits him where it lands or not, just throw, just throw. Make make the 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 thinker think more. And if he lets those hands go, bang! I'm throwing that overhand left over that over that uh, that jab because now we're looking southpaw southpaw. The only places I've ever seen, the only like technical mistake I've ever seen from Shakur is when he fought when he fights on the southpaw. Southpaws tend to dip for the right hand over the top when they're fighting when they're fighting an orthodox fighter. But with a with a southpaw, you're still in danger there because. Uh, Shakur fights in that that shell defense, and he'll dip down to to his his uh, I'm sorry his left his right. He's still in line for that other guy's other guy's shot. I'm sorry, his, yeah, his left. So that he's down for that. He's still in line for the end of that shot, like you said, Teddy, as he pulls out. So there's going to be opportunities for for De Los Santos to do that there, but I think he should just throw at all times. Now for Shakur, man, go out there and be Shakur. Control that distance, like you said, Teddy, per- beautifully. PhD in distance control. He is all about control. You got a guy in front of you who's a fire plug. He's got power. He's explosive. He closes the distance really well. All the things you guys have been saying, you've got to put that guy in a box. Control him. Don't let him feel comfortable enough to punch with you. Touch him, make a miss. Touch him, make a miss. Making a power puncher miss is the whole game. When power punchers start to miss, one, they lose their gas tank. Because a lot of times guys who are really explosive, especially if they're not landing, their gas tank drops that much faster. And two, it makes them tentative. And once a guy like that who gets tentative, he's going to miss all night long. So Shakur has to make him miss early and make sure that he's making him pay for everything and, and don't give him a chance to set things up, make it, make it rough. Control, control, control. Shakur has to control the distance, but also control the, the, the awkwardness and wildness of that fire plug in front of him. I, 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 got, I, got, I, I got one more addition, too, because as we're talking, I'm thinking, you know, we talk about gas tanks, but De Los Santos is a pretty good body puncher. None of us have mentioned that yet, yeah. you know. De Los Santos rips to the body pretty well, two-handed mm-hmm. attack at times. And it, it's, in terms of a guy like Shakur who makes you miss a lot, he's up very high, and he's got a long torso, and he's up very high, and he kind of steps just out of range, but he stays up pretty high. We could wind up seeing De Los Santos start a lot of the attacks to the body because Shakur gives you a lot of the body, and, and he extends. And escapes just out of range so this way if you if he escapes just out of range it's much easier to go into the body and 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 start the attack at the body because again that explosive step of de los santos also teddy to jump on your point with the things i think that's an excellent point as well de los santos has a really good maneuver that he closes gaps a lot with his opponents on order it's his double jab left hand combination i think if you use you and that first step on that double jab is super super explosive it catches guys off guard and then by the time they're caught off guard you they're they're getting hit with the subsequent one too right behind it so I think if you use those feints and and and, and then use that same combination, it it's a real gap closer, so to speak, and uh, that can get to the the shot set up shots to the head as well as I think the Los Santos will probably go to the body a lot because again Shakur is such a good counter puncher, so Shakur is such a good master of of defense and 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 uh, uh, controlling range that I think De Los Santos might ha- might use a safer route and try to target the body a lot when he closes the gap, especially that Stevenson has such a a, a, a long torso. And and stays up high a lot in his stance. Well, Jamel Jamel was a good body puncher too, but it opened opened up a lot of opportunities for Shakur to counter. But he's not fast enough. Just wasn't no, fast. And, enough. He, yeah, and, we he, and I think that. he was. I think with Jamel, he was. Uh, it was a little too old and too small. Um, at yeah. at the end of the day, uh, Shakur's a big kid and he's still growing. 
Uh, well, I don't know if he's still going, but he was still at that time filling out. But um, I, I to Paulie's point, to both your points, but to Paulie's point, it's funny, um, and, and really to Chris's point, you guys do know uh, squat about boxing, <laughs> all of you, because yeah, because I was gonna bring up the body, and then of course Paulie brought it up, and if you're fighting a guy. You know, it's the most basic thing in boxing. If you find a guy who's hard to hit because his head moves, uh, what's the one thing that's in front of you? His body, you know, and and especially if he's got a body that's a little longer. Um, you take advantage of that. You know, we, we always see those tall, long guys, and you see the advantage on the outside that, oh, they're tall, you got to deal with that. They're, yeah, but you don't see the disadvantage. They're tall, they're lean, but they, there's a lot of body to attack uh, at the same time. So you have to look at the the positive sides rather than the negative sides. And I think that the Los Santos and to Chris's point, the mentality, you know, to look at those points that, Hey, yeah, I got a guy with a long body with enough body. In front. I got a guy who's hard to hit. Um, so I won't chase the head. Uh, and, and again, to Chris's point, you get punches, get frustrated. Everyone gets frustrated if they miss, but punches get frustrated, uh, even more so because they're dependent on that power. I mean, that's, that's a big part of their psychological, physical game, uh, that they're going to catch you. They're going to, and then they can control you. So if they can't do that, what do they got? They got problems, you know, and they got doubts and you want to put doubts in their mind. So, um, I, I think the body is, is brilliant talking about that, that, uh, that's more available than the head uh, with a guy like him, especially go to the body, put water in the basement. You know, as I've talked about all those years on ESPN, flood that basement. And and then the head will start to be a little or the legs will start to be a little easy. We'll, we'll move a little less. And the body, uh, once you start doing that, the head will be obviously a little bit more available because uh, the head movement won't be there and the, and the legs won't be there as much. And the final part, to what Paulie said about closing the gap. It's not just enough that he closes the gap with his feet, but he uses the right entry of punches to close that gap. Uh, and Paulie said it perfectly. I don't see a lot of guys that when they're closing the gap, they triple their jab or they double their jab at least. He does. He doubles and triples his jab to close the gap. And that's what you need to do. Because depending on how far out you are will dictate how many jabs you need. If you're far enough away from the guy, which of course you're going to be with Stevenson, the way he controls range, you one jab ain't getting it. What, what, what ain't getting it? You're not getting in the door. You're not getting in the, into the dance. You, you need two and sometimes even three to close that gap. And this guy, well, he he does that. I mean, he, he, he has shown uh, that he is good. And and more than just good, that he's comfortable in throwing two, three jabs to close the gap. So I think that all bodes well for him. Make sure you download the app. Click on the link in the description. It's super easy. And guys, Teddy has endorsed that slogan. We do know squat about boxing. So maybe that's the new T-shirt that's going to come out soon. We're coming down to the end of the show. Uh, Pauly, let's get some predictions. The fight's about a week away. Who's winning this fight? I mean, it's hard to pick against Shakur Stevenson. You know, he's, I, I think he's the most promising young fighter in the sport, a uh, phenomenal fighter. But I, my, my, my curiosity is how he's going to look in this fight. I think De Los Santos 
has an opportunity here, even though I do expect him to come up short to look good in, in a losing effort, you know, and, and maybe give uh, Stevenson uh, the, the trickiest fight of his career thus far. I think stylistically it's a possibility, and uh, which I think in the end, I, the point, the, the, the prediction would probably be Shakur Stevenson on points, but De Los Santos to raise curiosities about his style fighting other top guys in the lightweight division because I think he's going to stick around. Teddy? Yeah, no, I like, uh, it's hard to not, we've all said it, we've echoed it. It's hard not to pick Stevenson, you know, his talent, his uh, pedigree in the amateurs, silver medalists, all those amateur fights. You know, like Customato used to say, after 200, 250 fights, Eddie, if you don't know how to fight, you should go sell Italian ices on the corner somewhere. So the guy uh, is a talented guy. He's buttoned up technically knows what he's doing, and he's got a – styles make fights. He's got one of the most difficult styles, period. Forget about his talent. Just his style, the way he uses his talent, it's very hard, as we've all echoed, to not only beat him but to, to even look good against him. I think the key here is not so much about him just winning. Uh, I think it's about – how he looks winning that Paulie touched on. I think that's real. He wants to be the next star. He wants to be whatever. I, I don't want to jump and say the face of boxing, but, you know, there's a lot of guys out there to be the face of boxing. But he wants to be that guy, you know. He wants to have, uh, you know, bobblehead dolls made of him or something, you know, that people put in their cars. You know, he wants to be the star, the superstar of boxing. And he's a good-looking kid, you know. He knows how to talk. He's He's got the power broker promoter behind him. He's got ESPN. He's got all that. Uh, he's got the, like I said, the accolades from the amateurs to silver medal. But he hasn't been real exciting yet. He's still, he still has to add that to the mantle where he can, he can make you say, not only is he good, but wow, I, I just, I love watching him. He brings... You know, I know that's his style, and I know it's never going to be. He's a pitcher. You know, he's not the guy who's going to hit home runs. He's the guy who's going to hit the corners. He's going to take the bat off your shoulders, you know, or keep it on your shoulders. You know, he's going to change speeds. You know, he's that guy that if you love to go to a baseball game to watch pitching and, and shutouts, you're going. He's but Greg Maddox. Wanna, yeah, yeah, Maddox. Is that who you said, Maddox? Yeah, yeah. from the, the – yeah, the perfect. I mean, the Braves and then the Cubs before that. Um, Maddox, perfect, perfect. See that Paulie got it all. He's very well rounded. Very well. It's not just movies with Paulie. That's He's right. Well rounded in in many many areas. Many areas. All of you guys are. But yeah, Maddox. And if you want to go watch that, that's beautiful. Yeah, you you appreciate the sweet science. You appreciate that. But if you want to see a guy that once in a while he might hit the batter. With a hundred mile an hour, you know, like uh, Randy Johnson, you or, know, or Nolan Ryan, a little wild, there, a little wild. Another one, you know, what did he call his thing, Paulie? What did he call it? He said, "My, uh, I forget." He gave a name to his fastball that went like a hundred five miles an hour, and you know, people didn't feel that comfortable being in, sitting in the box with him, and he's talking about a name for the thing, like yeah. he's nicknaming the thing. Yeah. Like that, that's not making you feel real comfortable. Oh, my little guy here, it might get out of control. I'm not sure how he's feeling today. He might be a little antsy. So he needs to, again, if he has to do anything, it's how he wins the fight, that he needs to really make you want to put 
the date down on your calendar every time he fights to say, I'm I'm gonna see more than just defense, you know, and 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 beautiful counter, but I'm also gonna see excitement. I, I think if he wants to be that guy, either way, he's got a great career, but if he wants to be that guy, the must see guy that, that you're, you know, canceling dates to to stay home and watch his fight, I think he's gotta do a little bit of that. Kinda like and he's a whole different animal, but a little bit like what happened, the metamorphosis in a way of Sugar Ray Leonard, who I think is one of the greatest fighters of all time. And he had everything. But when he fought Duran and he fought, you could say, the wrong fight, whatever you want. But that's what won the fans over. Because before that, he was just a talented guy, won the gold medal, almost like a guy that had too much talent. And people were like, yeah, yeah. He's but when he did that, they said, no, he's a fighter. No, no, he's a fight. No, I'm watching him. He he's got that too. You know, not just the talent that I don't have. And I think that Stevenson, everyone knows he's got the talent that most people don't have. He's got to show that he's got that part too. Chris? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm gonna say I do tune in because I love a technician. So I'm always excited when when a guy like Shakur Stevenson does fight. Um, but I understand that a lot of a lot of fans are not that way. But uh, yeah, I got I got Shakur by decision. But I think I think he's going to be tested for real in a way that we've never seen before. And I think there's going to be points in this fight where we're going to be like, oh, okay, we got a we got a we got a real competitive matchup on our hands here, and this maybe could go either way. But I think Shakur pulls away with his his technical ability, his, his ability to control, and just he's just I think he's just a little more buttoned up, like you said, Paulie, uh, than than De Los Santos is. And uh, yeah, I, I, I and also the pedigree. So, yeah, I got I got Shakur by decision, but I think it's going to be an excellent fight. All right. Well, it's going down Thursday, November 16th. Shakur Stevenson and Edwin De Los Santos for the WBC vacant belt at 135. Hey, Pro Box TV, we do know squat about boxing. Teddy Atlas has said it. We do know squat about boxing. Make sure you download the app. Click on the link in the description. Become a part of these shows. Pro Box TV is your boxing channel.